This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For the past 30 years, Care Heating and Cooling put you first. You are the reason they are open seven days a week. You are why they make it easy to schedule service at careheatingandcooling.com. Concern for your safety is why they check every gas furnace for carbon monoxide. It's because of you that their technicians are paid to fix your furnace and air conditioner, not sell you a new one. And if you do need a new furnace, their team will make sure you get exactly what you need at a cost that fits your budget. Care Heating and Cooling is committed to doing business right. Call them at 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Everyone, welcome to the Bridgerton podcast over on Post Show Recaps. I am your host, Sasha Joseph, and of course, to talk through this wild, wild episode, we have our regular crew, Sans One, because maybe she has to walk away from the aisle as well. I don't know, <laughs> but <laughs> but we have. Kirsten with us. Kirsten, how are you? I'm doing great. Sorry for laughing before I was introduced and forcing you to bring me in first. Uh, <laughs> but so excited to talk about this episode. So excited for you to host. I know um, this one's got your fave song of the season, too. So it's excited to get into it. Yes. And we have Geneva with us to talk through her choice. So how are you, Geneva? How are you feeling about this episode? I'm good. I'm glad to be back. You know, I, I took a one episode hiatus, but <laughs> this one is a oh my gosh, it's a it's a it's a doozy. Um, there's a, lots of lots of looks, lots of moments, lots of decisions being made, lots of the queen, um, lots just lots of lots of stuff going on. So looking forward to talking about it with you. But not enough Kate and Anthony. Wow, surprise, surprise. <laughs> but. Did you hear that? That we're going to be talking about marriage. So that means we have to bring in the love, the marriage, all of those things expert. We have Asia Welch with us today, everyone. Asia, welcome to the dark walk. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so I'm so happy to be here. You know, I faced a thousand todays, but they've all <laughs> led me to today podcasting <laughs> with you all. Oh so I'm so happy to be here talking about Bridgerton. Um, but yeah, what a perfect episode to come in on, you know? I know. I was thinking about it. I was like, do I just say like, oh, Anasia's here. And then I was like, no, this is the marriage episode. What do you mean? <laughs> what, what a crossover because it's marriage, right? So married at first sight. But then this is also the choice, exactly. which is the ultimatum, right? The, <laughs> the choice, the big choice. So uh, lots of uh, highlights here. 
Listen, it was planned, everyone. Don't get it twisted. We're very smart people. Very smart. This is what we do. Our brains are so big. And (laughs) we just make great decisions with those big brains. (laughs) I mean, better than the queen and Edwina, that's for sure. (laughs) What? Like, it's hard? (laughs) Oh, my God. But Asia, tell us, like, your, you know, relationship with Bridgerton. What got you into the show? How are you enjoying this season? Tell us. Tell us everything. So like the average viewer, I am a just a pure Netflix Bridgerton watcher. I've, that's why I love listening to y'all because you have the insight from the books. Um, because it's so hard for me. It's not hard for me to read books. It's hard for me to find time to read books. Yeah. So I, for a while, I was an audiobook person. Um, but then I stopped having a commute a couple years ago. <laughs> so, so I just... Oh, tell I us know. more about that. <laughs> You know, life changed um, for a lot of people. Listen to Asia on the Terran show to know more. (laughs) Right. This is just one big plug for for myself. That's the point of this podcast. Right. I just heard Bridgerton was really good. And so I checked it out, like binged it in like two days with my roommate and then couldn't wait for season two. So, oh, and then I mean. Just the eye candy last season helped, Ooh. of course. And so I've loved hearing about how y'all talked about, like, how Anthony changed this season. Because last season I was like, those three brothers look like the <laughs> same person in a different font. But this season, oh. <laughs> this season I was oh, like, okay, God. I can, they look like different men. And so I uh, I really appreciated, appreciated seeing that. But yeah, just just watching it on Netflix and just thoroughly enjoying it and enjoying y'all's content too. I know we're the we're the haters. I feel, but I will say this episode, you know, because I I feel like I've been positive. You're welcome, everyone. With you know this this season, at first I was like I hate it, but then on the rewatch I was like okay, okay. In small doses, it's a good show. Let me not be a hater. And then this episode is when I was like oh. I'm back, baby, because this was so annoying. And I just have I have to say it. Why did they let it get so far? I like, because it's not Edwina's story. Like, what is that reason? Not even, this is not this does not even happen. The fact that they bring it to this is just so, so ridiculous to me, especially considering what we know. You know, we know that. Kate Anthony actually got caught with the B and that they were the ones who were, had to go get married. But here it's like this whole thing with Edwina. And I'm just like, why, why, why are we doing this? This is so unnecessary. And then just like, all the love triangle stuff. I don't like it. Like last episode, we literally talked about how uh, at both points, Anthony and uh, Kate were both on the same page about like getting together just at different times. And they could have just made them agree. And, you know, had the engagement, but not the wedding. Right? Like, give us something, you jerks. <laughs> That's so funny you say that, because I I saw, so I, I slowly watched it. Like, I just mm-hmm. finished it uh, this past weekend. And so I saw, like, Edwina in a wedding dress on, like, Instagram or something. I was like, oh, spoiler, <laughs> spoiler. And so I'm watching it with the whole thought that I'm like, oh, they're going to actually go through with just getting married. I was just like, what? We went this far? Like, people got dressed? Could you imagine? Like, Sasha, at your your wedding, could you imagine all your guests getting dressed? And then... (laughs) 
No, nothing's happening. You have to Imagine the archbishop. Like, he don't got nothing else to do, right? But, like, jobless human being has right. nothing to but do but maybe eat lemon cakes. Because, one, do these people not have jobs, right? Because that's how this, um, and we can get into the episode. Well, no, also, they don't have jobs. That's the whole point. <laughs> right. Portia says, right? Imagine women having jobs. But, <laughs> but it just, it starts really with, right? Like, the, queen i know i'm jumping one whole scene but like the queen is just like i need to pick queen you don't got a wedding planner on deck you don't got an events planner well like you've got to hire someone for that you do not have to do all that work yourself a plant event planning is difficult it is not an easy thing to do and the queen should not have to be worried about that just like how she shouldn't be worried about any of these stupid debutantes in the first place. <laughs> Again, oh, they're trying to give God. her the storyline. Um, so I guess this can relate to her future spinoff. They kind of develop yes. the character and what she's supposedly interested in. But Do you think like, she'll be an event planner? Maybe. <laughs> I guess. Because clearly she has nothing else to do with her life. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> she, she's planning these events. She, she's naming the diamond she is making sure that things happen her way, but they're not obviously happening her way. And now she's like, why are y'all doing what I want? And then people are like, oh, I'm so sorry. You're wonderful. And then she's like, well, I don't want you to keep saying like, oh, I'm wonderful. But, you know, make 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 what needs to happen, happen. So she just has kind of- no marketable skills. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, event planning, apparently, but she can't even manage people. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just. Again, I was like, I get it. They're giving her this damn crossover. So they are, so they need her, you know, to like have a bigger role. But you're killing me, Smalls. You really are. Okay. <laughs> Just like stop the madness. And then, like, it, oh, I'm all over the place, but whatever. Uh, Edwina was like talking to the king, right? And being like, but you were in love as kids. Spin off time. <laughs> I was like, we get it. Okay. We get it. Stop throwing it down our throats. But anyway. It's fine. Let's come back <laughs> to the start. Um, and, you know, it starts with poor Edwina looking fire because uh, she believes, you know, she's like, I've hit the jackpot. I'm marrying, you know, the Lord, you know, the Lord. He's a Viscount, blah, blah, blah. And it's going to be for true love. And I got the queen's favor. We're good, people. Let's wrap it up. We're good. Everything's coming up, Edwina. Horrible. it's so bad and I just feel so sad for her and they didn't have to do this like why are they putting us in a situation where we can cause such discord between the sisters because we didn't need that because the whole book right like besides uh Kate and Anthony remember them uh (laughs) it is about sisterhood right who does like literally in the book uh, Kate and Anthony interact, and yes. Kate and her sister love each other and don't hide things that like from each other. So they could have put either of those things in the show. <laughs> yeah, because it makes it really hard to see like how do y'all come back from this? Like, right? It would be different. Like, if if it happened at the the point of the B, right? Then there's no need for oh, you let it get this far. Where from Edwina's perspective, it's like, Kate, you saw all this stuff happening. You saw the planning happening. You still felt this way and never said anything. I'm sorry. I I would be mad for a long time. 
I feel like can the- you imagine you're walking down the aisle to someone and then that someone is looking right behind you at your maid of honor? <laughs> oh my god. Holy Kill me. Shit. Oh, no. oh, no. Well, oh like, my god. That's the thing is like they did so much to prevent because they didn't want to recycle the storyline of two people getting caught. But again, like I loved it so much because it was a moment and it was kind of a funny moment, a it's, definitely awkward moment, but funny. And then they took it out. So it's and just, like, what are they going to do? What are they going to do with every other book? Because this happens in all of them where they get caught. Like that's how people get married in Julia Quinn's world. Well, the Duke and Duchess got caught. Why was that allowed? Rude. I and I did one time. Yeah. One time and I, I will say, uh, yeah, one time only, only for Regine Page, of course. But mm. I will say, I went to the next episode because I'm a spiteful person, and I was like, great, now we'll get Kate and Anthony content. It's at the end, um, like end five minutes, I think. And then episode eight, which is the title of the book, is also like a middle little bit, and then the end. That's it. So I was like, great. So does so that we just mean get to like- learn more about other characters? <laughs> Yeah, does that mean um, that they owe us more content in future seasons? And Like, I know they'll be focused on other Bridgerton children, but they are, I mean, they're one family. So does that, could could there be potential for Kate to be in a future season? That's what I hear rumored she will be in they a future better. season. I don't know, like, how much they'll... But what are we even going to know? Like now in, you know, in the other seasons, we're going to know that she's actually scared of thunder. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Like now what? But yeah, um, Asia, I saw a few interviews um, and they said that don't count us out yet or something. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I saw one with Edwina and um, she was saying like, you know, we're, this is a story about the Bridgerton family. And since I'm not in the Bridgerton family, that doesn't mean that means that, you know, I wouldn't be a part of the story. It's like, yeah, okay. maybe that's why they gave her so much screen time because they're like, you're great. You should be <laughs> yeah. propelled yeah. Uh, from the show, a.k.a. like reggae Jean Page. So <laughs> you're you're going up. Yeah. Um, oh, but man. we go into I think the best scene, obviously, I'm very biased. Who cares uh, into this? Because we're getting the traditional holiday ceremony. And not only that, we're getting cubby cushy cubby gum in the background. And I just I can't. I'm so overwhelmed. It's so beautiful. Um, I will say Haldis are not this low key. Uh, but mm. because I was like, my Haldi literally had a whole uh, and Haldi, sorry, is the traditional turmeric ceremony where you apply it. Um I'll, people say for lots of reasons, but let's be honest. Turmeric is a brightening substance, so uh for colorism. And I'm just, but you know, it is to like <laughs> prep you and to look your best on the day of your wedding. Uh you now people really do it whenever it doesn't matter, but usually I guess it's the morning of your wedding, but whatever, it doesn't matter. And um uh so it's really beautiful. This movie is really great. It's like one of the quintessential like cubby cushy gum cubby gum is like top five Bollywood movies for me. Uh I did uh tell you know pitch it to Renap. So let's see. But so maybe you all will watch it soon. But anyway, it's really nice and we're getting this traditional moment and it's it's like basically foreshadowing everything, right? Because 
uh, Edwina's like, okay, I have to apply it to you so that you become the next person that will get married. And I was like, oh, girl, she wants your man. <laughs> she doesn't know. She don't know nothing. She's so naive. She, her brain is full of languages and not any facts. That's true. Literature, not psychology. I get it. I get it, girl. Uh, and then I love that she's very excited but nervous because he doesn't look her in the eye. What do y'all think about this? Because they're, like, telling us everything. We need to know about why they're not in love. Can you imagine if a man never looked you in the eyes? Yeah, no. <laughs> like, is that I on your list? Like thinking, I was like, I was really like tracking my memory. When's the last oh time a guy looked me in the eye? Don't give Asia crap for her list. That's a very valid thing to do. <laughs> no, I like it. I literally had a list, okay? And it's an important part of manifesting. If you were buying a house, you would have a list of must-haves that you wouldn't yeah. buy a house without. And it makes sense to have a list of those qualities in a partner as long as it's reasonable. So exactly. I think if anyone thought that that list talk on the Terran show was funny or wanted to harp on it, shut your mouth and leave <laughs> Asia alone because I will fight you. No, a list is good. We all need list to have it. I had one before I met my husband. It's all Loves important. love and hip hop. <laughs> Which he did. Right. There you go. Perfect mess. But I'm just like, you know, how – how did she not see this? Because because love is so high on her criteria, you would think you're looking for those things. And I think she just got clouded by, even though, I don't know. So do you like, think that she just doesn't know what love is? Like, she doesn't have a true. view of that? Like, maybe with her dad dying when she was young, like, she never has seen a relationship that's healthy and good, that maybe she just doesn't realize that, like, oh, if he loves me, he'll look me in the eyes and talk to me. Well, she has her sister gaslighting her. <laughs> but also, I think the thing is, is like, it, you know, this whole time she thinks that like Kate and Anthony dislike each other. So in her head, she's like, well, there's no way that they would be in love with each other. Right. So obviously it, it makes sense to her. But it's kind of funny because, you know, we know that Edwina's intention was to get Kate to fall in love with Anthony. <laughs> but not like this. Not in this way, but that's obviously what we are seeing. And then, it, you know, it's, you know, th they talk about kind of what we're talking about, the looks. And, you know, Kate's like, looks can be powerful, bomb, but also fleeting, displays of mere passion, perhaps nothing more. And then she's like, so does the Viscount feel a little passion for me? She's like, oh, of course not. And in my head, I'm like, Mm, I don't. I don't know how much passion he feels for you, Edwina. To be quite honest, he just sees you as a little ankle biter, <laughs> like not a chihuahua. <laughs> oh my god! Like honest, I feel so sad because here, you know, she. You could tell that she's so into him. Yeah, and I will say she has no reason to be because this man and her have not talked. Meanwhile, her sister and him are having thesis statements. They had that endless conversation when she was visiting his his family estate. That was one. Yeah, at the same time, too, like, maybe they haven't had these deep conversations and talk, but, like, that's not how a relationship would work in this time. True. And so, like, she saw him, you know, stand up at the little talent show and be like, I'm a man of action and my wife will be provided for. And he was looking at her at that point in time. He was not looking at Kate. <laughs> and then when he kicked out the grandparents, like, I feel like he's done all of these actions that on their face 
do kind of indicate at least a fondness for Edwina, even though we obviously mm-hmm. as a viewer see the full picture and we're like, you idiot. He's in love with Kate. But I think just based on the dynamics of relationships at that time and Edwina's night being naive and like the little actions that Anthony did give, it kind of builds a picture where like you could kind of see why maybe she thinks he would have feelings. This is yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I, I just also think she wants it so bad that she wants to believe it's love until she's given a reason to believe it's not. And that's why she finally was given that reason at the altar. But it's just like before that, you know, oh, maybe he was just distracted. That's why he didn't give me eye contact. Or, <laughs> you know, maybe he was This is exactly yeah. right. Like every show that in different ways we have all covered, I feel like this happens where they you know it's like this man is so toxic he obviously doesn't love you he obviously actually hates you and (laughs) you are thinking mistaking that for love and you are still wanting to be with him meanwhile he's breadcrumbing you being a fuck boy all over town well that's like it reminds me uh not in the exact way but there's a couple on temptation island right now that have been together for seven years and the woman is like oh he's never cried in front of me he's never showed any emotion ever and i'm like you've been dating for seven years like Like how like like, how does that even happen and he's opening up to the tempters of course and i'm just like Mm -hmm. this man is (laughs) <laughs> oh my god you know you can't you can't see all the red you can't see the red flags when all the flags are red and what that's is it what's happening it's um in i think it's in bell jack where they're like when you're wearing rose colored glasses the red flags just look like flags oh, <laughs> yeah. yes but you know he's a viscount and he can provide for me and so my life will be perfect and great and I'll be the Viscountess. And I mean, she's we'll not wrong. so it's I think like you her. know maybe that's what maybe that's where she's kind of like okay you know, he he showed enough interest and he has been courting me to some extent and he, he wants to give me this. He wants to provide for me, I guess. And so that's that's love to her, I guess, maybe in the context of what she knows at this point, even though obviously we know there's much more than that. I mean, compared to an, like some of the marriages that would get arranged during the season in London, like it's a whole lot more basis than a lot of women got who would be like 16 sold to like a 60 year old man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just also, I will say, you know, it's just, it's very unfortunate, but again, Kate literally is like, it's not about the eyes that meet. It's more the souls. Like, shut up. What is wrong with you? <laughs> souls that dance. When are you to each other? Make oh. room for each other until there's nowhere else to hide. Yeah, that's what's happening between you and him, genius. When, when would the... So since y'all knew, like, okay, this didn't go on track with where the book lined up, when would have been the appropriate time for her to say something to Edwina? Well, so in the book, the way it happens is Edwina's kind of a little bit more wise to it and sees that there's a connection there and, like, is kind of, uh, like, falling for her own kind of people and not Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. concerned about the Viscount as everyone else is. Um, And so it makes it a little bit easier when they're caught in a compromising position where Edwina can just be like, yeah, I knew something was going on there. Yeah. Uh, Whereas in this, they just made her so stupid. Like she's supposed to be smart and a great reader. And they just made her 
accomplished and small. Yeah. And by the time Kate and Anthony are married, Edwina already was like, yo, I'm going to go on walks on promenade with this other guy. Like, and Anthony says, yeah, I'll pay her dowry. We're ready. So that's mm-hmm. how far like they had already gotten like Edwina gotcha. and this said man. I forgot his name, but I can't remember his name. Yeah, but that's why it, it's really just frustrating and funny how they made her because everybody know what's yeah. going on. Um, And in this whole episode, right, they're literally saying the same things over and over. I was like, how does no one see that? Except Daphne, apparently, because Daphne is like a Cupid over here between these two (laughs) they were like yeah daphne has to be on the season so we'll have her pop in like four times over the course of the season (laughs) to just magically know all of the information about everything (laughs) oh my god we caught that encounter and so since then she's an integral part of this this narrative between uh queen anthony now she's so wise since she had a baby yeah she's a teen mom yeah (laughs) grown so much in these several months Listen, she brought life into this world, and that equals she has all the knowledge of the universe. I get it. Uh, (laughs) I also want to note that I think this is coupled with Edwina's, I think, which we've talked about before, right? Her just like so much pressure on her uh, to provide and be their one shot uh, for whatever good is going to happen. So the fact that it's a Viscount, she's like, yeah. Let's make it happen. And the fact that he's good looking and is good to my family, even better. We love it. Yeah, he's not crusty and old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now, you know, let's let's pause on them because quickly let's do the Featheringtons. Uh let you know, uh scammer one and scammer two, Portia and Jack, are <laughs> now planning to use this wedding reception that's gonna come up to their own advantage. And you know, Portia is like, okay. Let's make things happen. And Jack is just like trying to be around Portia. And we're like, chill. This is like not working. It's weird. He flirting. He interested. Yeah. They're literally starting embezzlement. It's crazy. And then after, you know, hearing Lady Featherington's idea, because they're trying to make prudence, like because she can't help but bring so much attention to her. That they're gonna give her all of the jewels, <laughs> the fake jewels to to model, basically. Oh my god! As because she's so good at modeling. Like, look at her; <laughs> she's a mess. Like, stop it! Oh my god! But yeah, uh, he's he's also just so so attracted to Lady Featherington's ability to seize control. I mean, I get it. Like, he could be a good sub. She could be a good dom. But, like, no. <laughs> but then Varley is like, ah, let's, let, let's end this conversation. Well, and to, to be fair, uh, it's much more. Like, ever since I found out that actor's in his 40s, I'm, like, shocked. And it's so it's much more age appropriate than with her daughter. Agreed. Oh, my God. It's just it's and Varley trying to get her paycheck. Let's not forget. Mm-hmm. She's been doing like triple yeah. duty. She needs her money. She's been boiling potatoes all over town, poor lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then this is where it gets wild because downstairs, while this is happening, uh, Penelope has her own secret conversation with her number one accomplice, Madame Delacroix, and they're trying. You know, they're trying to figure out information about Theo. Uh, and- In the most public place. <laughs> 
in the middle of the yeah. heart of the whole house. Yeah. It's so just dumb. This is when you're like Penelope is a child. I get it. <laughs> yeah, and then and then Genevieve had to be like, Oh, I'm not thinking. I you know, was meant to go to the Bridgerton's house. Oh my bad. Sorry, Featheringtons. Peace out. And that's the best they could do. Like embarrassing. Like it's just it's horrible. It's so bad. Um, but here we are, I guess. And uh, does Eloise thing happen right after, right? Um, yes. <laughs> but yeah, because, or I guess that's towards later. Never mind. Anyway, it's just, it's very weird. She's trying to fish for information. And I just, I can't. But uh, Madame Delacroix also says, what what you got going on? Because I heard that other people are trying to catch us. And listen, no shady business for me. Yeah, she's got ambitions. She doesn't want to get caught. Um, I also loved, uh, like, Penelope is literally doing the, like, older, oldie time version of, like, creeping your friend's new boyfriend on Instagram and, like, all the social media. It's, like, you, it's what you do if you're friends with someone, you care to do a background check. I know. And I, (laughs) it's so funny. I don't, like, I can't. Uh, And then Portia, obviously, with the iconic line. A woman, can you imagine, has to work and has to run, has been reduced to running her own business? Portia, what are you doing? Her mind is so scattered. (laughs) And I'm like, a mess. But isn't Portia running her own embezzlement business? Like, ma'am. Well, she's behind the scenes running a man's business, which is all good and proper for a woman to do. Obviously. Yeah, apparently. Let the man do all the work, you know. And this is this also just showed how how much they dismiss Penelope because anybody else they might have questioned like hmm, why was she talking to Madame Delacroix like what what what's the reason for this what is the reason what is 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 she lying but the fact that she was talking to Penelope they're like uh eh. I think Penelope benefits from her older sisters being so stupid yeah that um. It's like, yeah, my girls are not smart, so I can just take them all at their word because none of them would know to lie to me. <laughs> and I think they drag her, right, Asia? I agree because um, wh- in this episode when uh, Portia's trying to get, like, the jewels to be shown, yeah. she's like, you better do this or you're going to end up like Miss Penelope and we can't have that. And Portia's like, oh, my God, okay, okay, I'll do my job. I don't want to <laughs> be single. Stop oh it. gosh! And I'm like Penelope's actually doing quite well for herself. Yeah, they right. don't know about all the money. No, I, I know. I'm I'm just saying. Oh my god! And then, uh, yeah, that's kind of wraps up their thing. And then now everyone, everything else kind of happens at the wedding. So, yeah. uh, but before you know the scandalous event may start, Colin got a nice little hangover from the bachelor party <laughs> the night before where they're just dragging this man. Like, they're just like, oh, you want to talk about the sky or how the sky is falling on your shoulders because you have so much responsibility. Mm-hmm. And they just like can't like they just will not stop dragging Anthony to hell because he's such a square. <laughs> Some what boys do at bachelor parties. They're just mean to the groom. I mean, they do roast. Not all of them, but yeah. My husband went to one where they had to write a roast. Mm. A nightmare. 
I know. I meanwhile, Ambassador, <laughs> oh, Brett, oh, oh, you're getting married. Oh, old ball and chain. Yeah. Oh, shut up. Yeah, I've never done a rose at a bachelorette party. Those would sound. Uh, Can you imagine? Girls like <laughs> we do toasts at bachelorette parties. Right. And we're nice we to compliment each other. the bride. We <laughs> we tell her she's the best woman in the world. And how I lucky like her husband is. If yeah. there was a roast at a bachelorette party, I feel like it would be the meanest place in the entire world. Like that is where self esteems go to die. And like friendships would would end. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, they're that are already holding on by thread because you're at a you know because you're pissed off by about wedding planning. (laughs) You're like, oh, I had to buy these six hundred dollar shoes and buy a horrible dress, and now you're gonna sit here and try and drag me. Not today, (laughs) right? Exactly. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, it's just it's very funny, and Benedict just like does not care. He's like not calling. Just keep getting drunk. That's how you cure a hangover. Like you never what? stop drinking, there will be no after effects. Yeah, that's a valid point, though. You, well, you I mean, gotta keep it going. But Y'all much later down the line, there will be bad after effects. I mean, there could <laughs> you be, never there stop. also be some. Well, I don't know. He, yeah, he might have to see a doctor. Who knows? I mean, I feel like all of these people ended up with gout for sure because they're eating so much red meat and drinking so much. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and I just love because they're also just like yelling at Anthony because they're like, oh, you want to move? Because Anthony's also moved up the wedding. Sorry, I forgot to say that part. And they're just like, oh, I hope you don't do everything swiftly like the honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> they're like yeah we we know you're gonna finish fast not a minute man situation like don't do that right. <laughs> i mean we know that anthony is very experienced exactly. in this arena with all of the sex workers and opera singers so i just feel like they don't know what they're talking about anthony knows what he's talking clearly about. they're not following him in the in the afternoon. yeah they've never seen his butt the way we have <laughs> yeah, we know him more intimately okay <laughs> And then they toast the sister at said bachelor bachelor party. Like yes. what? They're like, yes. you got one over on her. She didn't even like you, and now you're marrying her sister. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> right. A gatekeeper. I just I couldn't. I truly couldn't stop laughing because I was like, you're toasting the bride sister, aka this man's true love. Right. At his bachelor party. I'm being mean about her. The irony. Yeah. Honestly, though, Kate Sharma can gatekeep, gaslight, girl boss, anything she wants. A hundred percent. So that, you know, is the morning uh, of in the Bridgerton house. And Daphne also shows up. But over at. Yeah. And I love that everyone's still like, are you sure? Is this the right choice for you? Daphne's like, dude. Love is great. Love, love. <laughs> Fall in love. Why are you doing this? And then he's just like, you, Miss Ma'am, were bred to leave this house, but I was bred to carry the Bridgerton name. So shut the hell up. <laughs> but, which, like, I don't think is a... Like, like, you can be in love and still carry on the Bridgerton name. Stop it. Yeah, all she's saying is you deserve love, dude. And he's just, like, not having it. This man's he's coming like, up with excuses. Yeah, um, I wish we had enough Indian listeners for this to be funny, but there is like a joke in or the, in this Bollywood scene where they're basically this guy constantly is like, but tradition and rules are most important. And like now that's constantly what people say when people are being squares. And it's literally that I was like, Anthony, stop. Like, <laughs> just 
Look at what's going on. But again, he's not this dumb in the book. I want to make that clear. Mm. Um, he's dumb, but not this dumb. Yes, exactly. Just not this dumb. Um, but of course, it doesn't work. Because over at Kate and Edwina's side, as they get ready, this uh, she has a really beautiful bangles. I mean, they're not the most beautiful, but still, they're nice. That... <laughs> You drinking like jewelry is so funny. <laughs> because Indian jewelry is so beautiful. Like, why would they do this? But they anyway. obviously just didn't have the uh the resources on, on site to get actual good jewelry. They could <laughs> it's the way like I bet you the actresses themselves probably had better jewelry <laughs> than this. But anyway, it's fine. Cause she gives these really beautiful bangles to Edwina to say you know my mom uh wore them the day of her wedding so you know I want you to have them blah 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 and this is where you can tell it's very much like Kate being like I can't live this life so you will and it's very uncomfortable at least for me I don't know it's uncomfortable but also it's like to me it's very symbolic of Kate being like I gave up everything so you could marry well and now you're gonna marry well so I'll give these up too yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> you have everything that is mine here you go uh and and it's beautiful but edwina i think eventually does give them back uh she does wear it for a little bit but then says no they're actually yours and you should wear them which listen girl you messed up because if you wouldn't have given the bangles exactly away, mm -hmm. that was she never fumbled been a moment the bangle she fumbled the bag literally because exactly. <laughs> clearly they they fumbled literally Yes. She literally saved her, her own happiness. Like she she it was a good thing because otherwise she would have been unhappy ultimately after going through the marriage. She did her own self a favor. But plot armor, duh. It had to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so then now it's time, okay, everyone. Let's walk down the aisle. The the arch, you know, the, the queen said the peacocks are ready. The zebras maybe are somewhere. I don't know. Maybe no, elephants. But that might have been too racist for an Indian wedding. Who knows? Uh, but it's time. And then Kate is walking down the aisle. And Anthony's like, oh, my God. She's beautiful. Like my woman is coming my way. She's so beautiful. Wow. This is who I should be getting married to. But Could y'all make like that much of a serious face and look good? Because I feel like I would just look like I'm pouting. Yeah. Is it like when Asia just <laughs> The most awkward feeling, I swear, is walking down the aisle as a bridesmaid. I have never felt more unsure of myself than when I've walked down the, what, maybe three times I've been a bridesmaid. It's just like you don't know where to look. You don't want to stare at the groom. But then yeah. you 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 know people in the in the crowd there. So you're like, okay, do I look and kind of like smile and wave or do I look serious? It's uh, the torment. But yeah, it totally. Uh, I mean, she had nowhere else to look because that that was her man. So she was she's focused. looking in the right place. Well, and it. sometimes you coordinate everything, and the best man is like, "We're gonna do blue steel when we finish for the picture because it'll be funny." And then he doesn't do it, and your sister says you ruined her wedding. You <laughs> did blue steel. Oh hell no. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. It was coordinated. <laughs> At my friend's wedding where I was uh, the maid of honor, um, the... The person at the church 
who was like coordinating it literally told us how to like smile down the aisle. He's like, okay, when you get here, you should smile. When you get here, you should like look down. When you get like, he was oh literally directed. Yeah, it was wild. <laughs> uh, and my friend was like, okay, this, I did not think it'd be that deep. Um, but, and it was a, like the longest aisle I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. And I was like, I don't want to fall in an well, Indian that's outfit. why they had to direct you. Can you, yeah. And I would be the one to fall. So I was like, I'm just going to smile the whole time. I don't care. I just mm-hmm. looked down. And it was um, like, all I could see was Jesus on the cross. And I was like, great, you and me, Jesus, we're looking. <laughs> and I'm walking now. Because <laughs> I think all I remember was like my friend at her wedding. I think she had like a bunch of like flower petals kind of like arranged. I think it was like in a heart or something. So just being able to navigate through that. But I don't even remember what facial expressions I was making. I think I was just like. I think I was just more laser focused. Okay. I can't. I You're can't. like counting your steps. You're like, yeah. okay, yeah. when do I move? It's like, when do I move? And then like, you know, like I was maid of honor. So I was tasked with holding everything. So I, I was just more like, uh, and then I'm, I, I feel like I'm wobbling kind of in my shoes, you know, and like kind of shaking. You, you don't want to do anything wrong because you're holding everything. It, it's just, that's, it can be, it can be a moment. And I had a friend, I went to a wedding and she wasn't, she decided not to wear her glasses. So she was like, serious laser focus not even looking and we were like looking at her and then like she just did not even notice <laughs> oh my god yeah it's just it's wild oh my god okay yeah, weddings, <laughs> I think, weddings are too stressful weddings are too yes. much um everyone watch the crazy rich asians wedding entrance because that is yes. how you need to enter Ooh. and every time i watch it i cry like a sick mm-hmm. that's a beautiful entrance oh yeah i just love that movie it's a i know it's great Anyway, and then um, obviously uh, the bride comes also comes down the aisle, but like yada yada, whatever. And then I love that Anthony is like laser focused on Kate so much so that the whole venue turns right, and it's him getting married to Kate. And I was like, oh, should someone love me that much? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh um, my god, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, it's would, a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. I'm married. That's why it's funny. I it's like I would hope. Yeah, and then Kate is like fidgeting with said bangles again, and bam, it falls because she's staring at him. And I think Daphne just wants to like get a megaphone and be like, "Does anyone see this? Stop the <laughs> yeah. count!" Like Daphne is like now, kids are like looking like what is what is happening? Everyone's staring. It's like what's going on? Yeah, because do maybe- they have objections in, in in marriage or in weddings in that yeah, time Christine, period? I mean, I'm sure that they did. Like, I feel like that's like a a very like uh archaic part of like the traditional wedding ceremony mm. today so it must have been part of it then and mm. that's probably when it's supposed to be like uh no they can't get married because right. or maybe they should have like said i guess if that was a thing then maybe they should have said like when that was about to be said that's what this weird interaction occurs and then of course then anthony's like allow me and then i'm like oh my gosh mm. um a moment um and then you know every you know they basically everything stops Edwina's like oh no I now realize what is going on and then the archbishop's like like can I continue this wedding you guys are doing some weird stuff I don't I you know I need to I need to officiate this so we can move on 
as if it hadn't taken long enough. Oh my god! (laughs) Right, like you just start to the look in Edwina's eyes when she realizes it as they're picking up. It's just like I feel so bad. Like you, you think like, oh my gosh, how can she be so oblivious? But then once she's real, once she comes out of that state of oblivion and realizes, you're like, oh sweet poor girl. (laughs) And now she's like, oh wait. Now I know why he's not looking at me. He's looking at Kate. Mm-hmm. So this is my theory. It just came to me. She's so short, right? And he's pretty tall. Like, does she real? Does she think that he's just looking at the top of her head? But actually, it's Kate. Because nothing else can make sense to me. <laughs> the whole wedding, he's been looking over you. I think yeah. she just thinks men don't look at women like in the eyes. Oh. Like I think out she of just respect thinks that's or something. Part of, yeah, I think yeah, out of respect. Inappropriate. <laughs> like maybe it was considered. Maybe she thought it was inappropriate for a man to like look look directly. Yeah, on the honeymoon, he'll look you in the eyes. Can you imagine at your wedding your husband literally being bothered by someone's bangle breaking? He had to be a gentleman and and drop and get it as if there's not like many other people around that could do it. But of course, no, he is a gentleman. He has his honor. He has to do it. And he like strokes her hand as they're picking it up. And it's like, oh, now you touch hands. Now you touch hands. Uh, like, we've been waiting for you to touch hands, you idiots. And now, the, in front of the whole town, this is when you want to do it. Like, it, oh, my God. You know, when every single person is staring, you decide to be a gentleman. Okay, Anthony. But also be a gentleman to maybe your future wife. But yeah. I just, I, oh, my God. I, like, couldn't imagine. Like, this is where I would contemplate murder or, like, <laughs> pushing him over or something. Because, like, there's no way... You could be so focused on anything that's not me, the bride. Uh, yeah, it's like you hear the noise. If you look, you, you look for one second, you, you go straight back to Edwina, who you told you looked so lovely. Um, and then she, of course, is like, I'm happy you were pleased. I thought that was kind of interesting wording, but um, alas, an, an interesting moment. And of course, they they can't recover from this because Edwina's like, rightfully so, is like, Okay, I realize what's going on. We cannot. I can't move forward at the at this point. I need to go. Yeah, Edwina does the runaway bride, which I think is actually super apt because if anyone's actually watched that movie, like I feel like Edwina is very much the type of person who would be like, "Oh yeah, I like my eggs. How you like your eggs?" And then mm-hmm. you know how she likes her eggs. I I feel like it it was very fitting that she'd be the runaway bride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. Again, it was what a moment. And of course, Kate immediately rushes after her sister. And Edwina is like, do you love him? Finally confronting her feelings. And again, doesn't make any sense. It's been five whole episodes of like seven hour plus content. I don't know how much. And <laughs> it's felt like, like seven years. Yeah, right. Um, And, you know, whatever. And now this is where I am enraged. Oh, the writers, because they have ruined the sisterhood because she, you know, Edwina's just like, you're a liar. You're, you know, you're just like in love with Anthony. I've been known, blah, blah, blah. And then Kate just like fails to answer. And then Mary, who has been a mute this whole (laughs) season, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's a cat got your tongue, bro. No, Newton. Newton got your tongue. Like what's going on? Um, And finally decides to speak up. 
and steps in between these two, and then Kate just leaves the room. What? What? As like as if that's all there is to say in that moment. Like as sisters, there will be so much more to say. Oh my god! Exactly right. Nope. Like a non-answer. Like at this point, Kate should be saying too many words. She should just be having like word yeah. vomit at this point. Yes. Like I'm going to say anything to get you to not feel like feel how you're feeling. I want to say anything to make you feel better. But she's just like, oh, no, I I have nothing. I can't even say no because I know that's not true and I don't want to lie to you. So I'd rather still not tell you the truth, even after what you just saw. But you've yeah. been gaslighting her for months, for for five yeah. episodes. Well, and the way to like, with the lie about the inheritance compounded with this, it just really makes Kate look bad and undermines the sister relationship that they have right. in a gross way. And that's just not true. (laughs) It's not great. And I think also this kind of goes to that one moment that I, you know, like I kind of mentioned how I think the reason why she is so oblivious is because she's like, but you told me like you hated him. So in this, this whole time, she's like, oh, like they hate each other. So there's no way, there's no way there's a, you know, haters like to lovers type trope situation. And how could this be? How could the situation be happening? Um, so that's kind of, I think, that kind of culminates that whole situation of why, yeah, she hasn't she hasn't really noticed because I think in reality she just didn't think it, that was necessarily possible. But, I mean, you know, it, it happened. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so can't. while all of this is happening, Anthony, like, locks eyes with Daphne before he <laughs> leaves the room. Violet finally wakes <laughs> up because she's been asleep all season and is like, wait, I saw that. I saw your brother looking at you. What is what is going on here? I'm your mom. You're going to tell me. Uh, and Anthony is heads <laughs> out to go talk to Edwina. And you know who's devastated right now? The queen. The queen is so devastated. She's so upset. Yes. She is losing her life. He's like, what happened to my wedding? And then Crimson's like, the bride seems to have run away, ma'am. Oh, God. Yeah, she gone. Captain Obvious. She gone. (laughs) And the queen is like, "Uh, this is super embarrassing for me, you know? This really is awful. I feel like the queen is like, I just wanted to have a nice day. <laughs> and these freaking idiots, like, and I bet the queen is like, I should have known she's our mother's daughter. <laughs> All this wedding planning for nothing. Oh, my God. Well, it kept you occupied for a few minutes. Okay, queen, you're fine. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I just I can't. And then I love that Daphne does that. Daphne doesn't really share too much, right? No, like Daphne's like, you know, I have my suspicions, but I don't right. really know. And I'm not going to yeah. rat his ass out like that. Snitches <laughs> uh, <laughs> get stitches, man. Yeah. Uh, and then the Viscount does go looking for his bride. Um, and she's just, Edwina's just like, stop lying to me, please. Um, and this is where it finally gets real because Anthony just, I think it's like, well, we're both the same. Like I have, you know, a lot of responsibilities and so do you and tradition and uh and again she's like but do you love me that's what i need to know i understand you i sympathize with you i was like oh oh why hasn't she asked him that before today (laughs) 
like you would think that's on the table. They needed Drake to be like, Kiki, do you love me? Because like, what? He's like, <laughs> this well, is horrible. I guess if he proposed, that must mean he loves me, right? Oh, my God. And that's the whole, like, this is where I'm also annoyed because this is Anthony's whole storyline is that he doesn't want to fall in love with anyone. And then he falls in love with Kate after they're married. Um, or at least, sorry, he says, I love you after they're married. He falls in love with her pretty quick. So he will never say I love you. And he actually tells Kate that before the wedding. He says, um, let's meet. They meet alone again in the uh, in their like family room. And he tells Kate like, hey, I, you know, I feel like I really enjoy you. And this is that's good enough for me to like marry you and, you know, give you like a healthy, safe life. And Edwina, what she wants, a dowry. And Kate is like, you know what? Okay, like, I think I can live with that as well. And then they almost have sex <laughs> right before marriage. Ugh. But instead, we get this moment for him to say, I don't love you. Oh, this is like the most embarrassing thing. Like, it's happened. <laughs> it's definitely happened to me um, where I've said I love you to said husband. And he was like, oh. That must have been really hard for you to say. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he said it to me. He he said it to me like I think two months later when he thought we were gonna die on turbulence on a like frontier flight. Oh my god! Yeah. Um. Listen, does he ever live it down to this day? No, because now when he says I love you, I'm always like, oh, that must have been really hard for you to say. <laughs> So it's okay, girls. We're See, back up. Now, now your uh, expression of love back and forth is a funny, memorable moment. Well, for me. Day. Not for him. <laughs> for you. He's like, stop bringing this up. Does he, yeah, does he get, like, upset about it when you bring it up or no? Yes, because he's like, no, just say I love you back. <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> I would never because that would be hard for me. Exactly. Like, well oh you said you, you started it so this exactly. is exactly I'm just ending it oh. <laughs> but yeah and then I just love because then he's also like Kate is fine she's just something on the side that you know will leave when she's gone to India I'll forget all about her so basically he wants Edwina to like cut all ties with Kate because why else like in Hindi there's a saying that says like your sister-in-law is half your the housewife and this two words have not been spoken <laughs> here i mean maybe uh, she can i mean we all know that she considers kate her half sister yeah that's the worst thing she ever said yeah i know really you don't pull that out of the arsenal yeah i feel like this the moment when you're calling someone a half sister is it's it's really indicating something like i have a sister and i have a half sister and that means very different things and, yeah. um, the, yeah, because she says the half-sister part. Which this is where I actually want to say Edwina is, like, okay to be angry. Not, like, saying half-sister, but just okay to be frustrated. Because um, Anthony, right, has said the same thing about, you know, his duty, whatever, loyalty to her, to Edwina. And then Kate comes back and says the same thing. But it's only because their brains work the same. Not because they yeah. have coordinated it. And actually, that's what pisses Edwina off. Because she's like, you are now making me feel like a burden. And you know what? You're a half-sister. I'm an adult. Shut up. 
like, Ugh. okay, then. Right. Because no. they're in the library, right? This yeah. is where when Anthony leaves Edwina, he obviously finds Kate hiding in a closet and tries to have a conversation with her. But Kate is like, no, 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 I got I got to like, leave. This was my one place of peace. And now you are here and it, that is gone. So I've got to go like, get away and from me. Like, but we must speak. And she's like, but this is improper. Don't you know that we can't be in a room alone like this? <laughs> After dozens of dozens of times they have <laughs> yeah, like- accidentally been alone. It's she. It's like about what? What do you want to talk about, Anthony? Because you just said you're gonna marry Edwina. You don't want to marry me. We're at an impasse. What else is there to say? Leave me alone to be upset. Like Kate is so emotional and upset in the in this closet, hiding away, and he just is not allowing her to protect her peace. And it's not mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah, and then he's like, "So you intend to like." stop helping her and hide in a closet as she ruins the rest of her life and Kate's like but I ruined her life and you shouldn't be here and then he takes her hand again he's like but just just right this man once a fuck boy always a fuck boy that's the realist (laughs) two words have not been said (laughs) yeah someone's trying to leave don't don't physically stop them I feel like I've seen more than one example of that on a few shows this week. Right. <laughs> I'm like, Stop okay, that. Randall. Stop <laughs> touching people. Right. Oh my God. Yeah, I think if someone tries to stop me or like be like calm down, but it's a wrap. It only like, escalates things. Stabby stabby will happen because I can't. Like, <laughs> I get so angry. Um, but of course, you know, sparks fly for a second, but Kate says, no, 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 I'm, I'm loyal. I got to go to my sister who just called me a half sister now. So I, that's why I want to give Edwina grace. Cause I feel like Anthony just left and then Kate comes in and says the same thing to her. So she's just like, you fools, like, you're not going to play me anymore. I'm done with y'all. And while that's happening outside the bridal party, you know, the guests are now being like, what's up? Let's get some tea. Uh, English tea and figurative tea. And I love that this moment between Lady Danbury and Lady Bridgerton. Because they're just like laughing. Because they're like, last week, last year, sorry, was so good. And we just took many L's. It's floppage <laughs> now. They're just laughing at their pain. Like, you know what? At this point, that's all we can do. Why be sad when we could laugh? Yeah, I mean, I even though Lady Danbury tried to go come up with a solution to make the queen feel better about the situation, potentially see if anything could come for this. I think she realized at this point, like, there's nothing I can do in this situation. And so kind of in this moment that she has with Violet, they're just kind of like, yeah, we can't do anything. But it's funny because, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, Let's so laugh. Okay. Oof. So and what else do you? While that's happening, Mr. Brimsley, the queen's um I don't know, uh the queen's biggest rat, starts yeah. spreading rumors to draw, you know, Lady Whistle down out of her hiding spot. And meanwhile, Jack is gathering the men to talk business. They're very excited about these rubies, but Mondrich is trying to be a good man and not them all laughing at him. Yeah, he literally gives some good advice. The other thing, too, sorry, just to go back to the oh, yeah. Queen's Rat situation, they have dossiers on all of the young yes. girls that debuted, like, the year before that, like, could possibly be whistled down, and all of them have a guard on them. So, yes, uh, 
the queen is going to catch Lady Whistledown. As we know, the queen, you know, she she's now she's a detective. Um, she's she wears a, a lot of hats. She mm. just has a lot of a lot of things to do in her spare time. Just it just feels like she has a lot on her plate. <laughs> Honestly, a woman with things on her plate in 1814. Imagine scandal. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so. Um, I just I didn't appreciate the Mondrich drag because we know he's trying to be a good man. Uh, but of course, Mondrich and Lord Featherington's don't get along and you should know better. No. He just I mean, to really- be fair, the late Lord Featherington did g- get Mr. Mondrich's fortune. <laughs> right. Thank you. Thanks to that man. Uh, and screwed his own family, but they deserve it. He honestly. got his own self killed. And I just honestly, I'm shocked that Mondridge didn't also get killed because like only half the money was recovered. So mm. you'd think that that would have been a plot point. But no, we move. We move. They said, <laughs> no, it's not needed. We'll let him live. We rightfully so. He was skeptical. Yeah, again, it's so funny because Mondridge is around, but the Duke isn't. And I was like, the Duke would drag y'all if you even tried to come from Mondridge. Mm-hmm. And the Duke would be the number one patron of Mondridge. So, ugh, it's pissing me off. Just give him one scene. Yeah, I think, though, it almost is like a little bit sweeter that Mondridge gets to build his own business without the Duke's help mm-hmm. because he's like going on his own merits. Yeah, him and Alice, what power couple. Literally. I love it. Um, And then we get to Jack and Portia alone. Oh, my God. Sharing a little moment. <laughs> so why, weird. Why do they have more moments than Kate and Anne? <laughs> that that <laughs> tension. No, they Their love story I could catch on before I did Kate and Anthony. That's my issue. With and that movie. is embarrassing for the writers, directors, <laughs> showrunners, <laughs> oh uh, Julia Quinn, Shonda, all of it. Yeah. Take but, it they, they do talk about, you know, Portia's like, have you come to any agreements? And, you know, Cousin Jack is like, almost. Um, so they kind of talk about, like, Cousin who essentially Jack. would be on that list of people to kind of be you know soliciting um so the cowpers clarksons Gorings, the wallaces and then who would not make that list jack wonders and she's like the bridgertons i suppose because they're on the verge of scandal today um and so you know of course and they have that flirty banter a little bit more, more jack Gross. Why did they do that? Like, we didn't need this. Who asked for this? <laughs> like, that's why? what I'm saying. Like, what is it that we need this whole storyline taking time away from Kate and Anthony? I don't know. Like, ooh. like I even I've given up fighting about Eloise because, like, fine, you know, like build her <laughs> up. Like, it's great. But what? Oh, no. I still have room in my heart to complain about Eloise. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And that also um, works because Eloise is like, let me leave the wedding to go see this. What are they? What is Sarah called? The demon guy? No, devil. Printer's devil. (laughs) The printer's devil. (laughs) The printer's demon guy. I don't know. Um, She's like, yeah, let me go. And she gets good advice don't go right now but she says no one will miss me i'm just gonna go to a bad part of town dressed in my like wedding finery in the middle of a wedding okay right he's seen by that guard though he sees her run away 
yes, she's being followed by a guard because she's a candidate to be a Lady Whistledown. Dun, 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 nothing. Dun. Nothing makes sense. Um, but it's okay because my favorite line again. She, I love that she's like, "Do you when you think? Do do you think? And do I come in those thoughts?" I was wondering if you have thoughts of me when you think. Like, what are you? Shut <laughs> up, Eloise. She <laughs> she's, clearly she's, doesn't know how to say like, oh, like, do you like me? Yeah, she needs I, to write I a note. You. Do you like me? Check yes or no. Yes or no. <laughs> yeah, like that's what Eloise needs to do. Because and then I love that he's like, here's my books. Just just read them, and you'll know right. if I think of you or not. <laughs> and she's like, like, I set them aside okay. for you. I thought perhaps you might share your thoughts on them so that's my way of thinking of you which is hot it was was yeah (laughs) he obviously does in fact think of her and like her but she can't just take this at like face value and be like oh i know now that he likes me because he thinks of me and sets things aside that he thinks i'll enjoy reading she's still just like oh i've never had an emotion before and it makes me uncomfortable (laughs) Bless this mess because <laughs> I just I can't like it. It's so sweet because imagine if you know so, like someone was like, "There's this reality show I just need you to watch at this exact moment," because right. uh, then you'll know why. And then you watch it, and it's like this like really sweet someone you know doing some date or something cute. Oh, I'd fall in love immediate swoon. I think it's very important to me that I'd um romantically i'm not involved with people who like reality tv i don't understand <laughs> you all oh my husband does not like any other reality tv except love and hip-hop uh and yesterday <laughs> he, i made him watch the ultimatum and he was like please can i leave the room <laughs> did he serve you with divorce papers literally i think he wanted to give me an ultimatum <laughs> <laughs> make me stop oh my gosh yeah. maybe they should have like a like a uh, like a marriage version of the show or something for like people that's are wife work. swap yeah oh yeah i guess yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't watch wife swap i'll never allow but nobody to come close to him let's be honest <laughs> I'll make yes, all these jokes, when, but in reality, that's when it's the stabby tonight. stab comes out from Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> like, let someone even come close to him. It's a wrap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, oh, but yeah, man. and that's all the queen needs to know, y'all. That someone, aka Lady Bridgerton, one of the Lady Bridgerton's daughters, has gone straight to the printer shop. And you only know what that means. Well, what other reason would a well-bred young lady have to go to the printer shop? In such a, like, dressed-up outfit. Like, at least right. wear a jacket. Why? On some lady whistle-down business. Yeah, she had no, I mean, she had no reason to be over there. Even, I mean, like, the reason she thought she had wasn't a real reason. Right. The timing letter, was like terrible. <laughs> like, why wouldn't you write a letter and just send it with one of your maids, ladies' maids? Like, it makes no sense. Just like, she, she needs to, to know. see his eyes. Yeah, she has to see him, look him in the eyes. Again with the eyes. Again That's so with cringe. The eyes. Like, I can't think of anything more embarrassing than being like, I need to know that this man likes me and I need to know so bad I have to see his face when I ask. <laughs> Absolutely not. Could never be me. Well, you could just hop on FaceTime. Yeah. No, could never be no, could never be me. 
absolutely not. And again, I probably just wouldn't say anything. I would just. The only, there's only been one time in my life, and I was in high school, when I think I like ask, like, do you like me? Every other time, it's just like come out like normal human beings. God. But I guess she is young, so I get it. But you can be both, okay? You can't be really smart and then awkward turtle in this way either. It, it makes <laughs> no sense. Well, she's uh, not gonna go to the you know the printing shop anymore if if he, he doesn't feel the same way. So But why are you going in your full outfit anyway? You're so dumb. Right. Yeah, it's not good. This is where it's like you're not smart, you're not mature enough, sorry, to know how to ask someone if they like you, one, or second, if uh to know that, you know, this person how they express emotion, right? You have no idea, but then you're and you're not smart enough to wear a jacket to conceal yourself. But then you're saying that you're smart enough to know that it's in their eyes. Pick a lane. Right. <laughs> Pick a lane. <laughs> no. And you said you didn't have room to hate on that Louise anymore. I know. No, Listen, love, there's always room love in Love and heart. crushes and uh, feelings, they make you do crazy things. And so Eloise They do make like, you dumb. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fall in love, kids. It's so weird. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fall in lust. No. Sasha, the happily married member of the panel who mm-hmm. just said if anyone so much as gets close to her husband, it's oh, curtains, is now like, don't fall in love. I know. It's a joke. Uh, <laughs> love is great if you meet someone that respects you and cares. And make sure they love you back. Yeah. You don't need to look in their eyes to know. I promise you. <laughs> it's actually when you're not looking at them and what all they do for you is how you know they love you. Mm-hmm. But still, bless Thank your you heart. The, you, you're like Daphne. You have all the advice. Listen, but I'm not as dumb as Daphne. No, you're not. Everyone, <laughs> thankfully, you don't pop in for two seconds and then disappear. We we get full yeah. conversations. With I you. host the whole podcast. Exactly. <laughs> um, and mean, and then we have you know Lady Danbury and Lady Bridgerton finally are with the Queen, and now the squad is showing up because also something I missed uh, at the start is that the Queen wants the King's chambers to be locked down. <laughs> Because she doesn't want anyone um, coming over and wandering and seeing basically his real state. But anyway, uh, and then Queen is like, we're not going to force Edwina to get married. So what you going to do, Charlotte? (laughs) And then Edwina says, it's time to speak my own decision. And I love that while this is happening, his majesty comes up and Lottie, aka Charlotte, is just like, (sighs) oh <sighs> he's here it's well and it's like she's happy to see him because she loves him but is also like you know upset that someone else is seeing him how he is like with Edwina yes. being right there and like there's so many complicated emotions there and he's having you know a bit of a a lucid day but he's in the past in his in his mind and Edwina just is so sweet with him and just like meets yes. him on his level and where he's at and it's just like I was like this this is what we needed from Edwina all season is like yeah being how good she is yeah she's like she will make a most excellent queen your majesty I hear the two of you have faced many trials during your happy courtship but today today will make it all well worth it will it not and he's like why yes and then she's like, perhaps you might find your rest, your majesty, before you both rule this kingdom with the kind of love, compassion, and kindness the two of you will undoubtedly share. 
and he's like, my queen. Yeah, so I guess he thinks it's his wedding day. Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it was nice. It doesn't help we... Athena's wearing the wedding dress, though, but. Right. It, we've been seeing Edwina so kind-hearted, right? But because she's been so oblivious, you're like, okay, well, there's just that's like offsetting how good of a person she's been presenting herself. And so to see her in this situ- situation, be so compassionate and understanding and be the most mature person in the room yes, and know how to handle right. this. We're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. That's why she's so amazing. Yeah. And this and is like- how she's in the book the whole time where she's very smart, very perceptive. Mm-hmm. She loves philosophy, right? Like that's what she is. So this is where I was like, yeah, this is what we want. We don't want like, like mean or like scorned rather. Yeah. If you know. Like that's no fun. And like, it just goes to show how much Kate discounts her in the show. Yeah. That, like she, like she could have come to Edwina with the truth about so many things. And Edwina's smart and good and would have been understanding like because they're right. sisters and they love each other. But instead they go out of their way to paint us into this conflict that nobody wanted. We love it. We truly love it. Um, and and then uh, because, you know, apparently that's all you need to be a good psychologist. And that will allow the majesty's favor. And now she's time to make up her mind. And this is where, you know, it's now we're back into ro- romantic like movies, right? Where it's like, well, I didn't invite you here. I thought you did. And I, well, I didn't invite you. I thought you invited me. So with they both, you know, Kate and Anthony both get a letter, and they're like, "Great, let's meet at said church where we showed everyone uh, <laughs> that we were in love." And I love that as they're trying to figure it out, Edwina said, "No, I brought you here. Don't get it twisted, because it's time for me to speak my mind." And she's just tired of having Kate make all her decisions for her, and she states that you know what. I've actually lost nothing today after this day because Anthony was never mine to begin with. It was actually all Kate's life that she's pushing on to me. And Kate, you lose your power because now I make up my own mind. And this is just so, so sad. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so deep too. Just like, oh, wow. She does have a point. <laughs> yeah. A, a lot of the stuff was pushed out of her. So like for her to walk away from it, she's not losing anything. She yeah. just she just tells you know Kate that she lost all her power, which is like, oh, that's an even bigger burn that all of this that you wanted for me is lost. You've also lost me because I'm upset, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's just like, uh, how does how does Kate move forward from that? And Anthony can't provide Edwina what she needs in or you know a lasting relationship. And I yeah. I can't believe how quickly Edwina decided to be wise and good with this. Right? I feel like she really could have, like, been upset over this for a long time. Yeah. And, like, about being like, oh, I lost this love. But, like, she instantly – she's like, no, I never had that. It's fine. Yeah. And that's that's exactly how she was. She was like, this was never mine to begin with. But – the fact that you let her come down the altar, she has every right to be pissed off because you made her look a damn fool. Like, mm-hmm. that's so unfortunate. All those people were there to see it. All You know, just all of that. It's just it's just a mess. And it's especially considering it's like y'all should have told her something was up. Like, this is just it. it you know, it's just awful for 
Abina in the end. So I, I, you know, I commend her for just being like, okay, y'all, I'm telling you how I feel and you're going to listen to me. And this is, this is what has happened. And I'm taking agency in the situation and I'm making the decision that's best for me and moving on from this. Why did they make it come to this? I mean, they shouldn't. Mm. I just, I, it, again, give us more Kate and Anthony moment. Because again, at the end of the episode now, finally, free, you know, from the burden of marrying Edwina, they finally have a moment and they are, you know, they're not moving. But I love that Anthony says, uh, Edwina is actually braver and wiser than both of them because she had the courage to act on what she sensed between them. But right. they, Refuse to. Yeah. yeah. We've been saying that forever. Yeah. These two dummies. And God. then Kate realizes that in this moment, like when they step outside those doors, they have to face the truth of their failures because they have failed of their duties, their responsibilities, everything essentially. Um, so she just kind of wants to delay the inevitable, stop time as much as you can when it keeps going um, just to wait. And so that they kind of have that special moment where they're. And then, bam, she walks up face to face Anthony, who's at the altar, and they Ugh. finally kiss. After finally. I love that she says, Goodbye, my lord. Wouldn't this, this is my question to y'all. Um, and Asia, you know, ask someone again that hasn't read the books. Um, I have to learn, ask you, would you think it would have been better if she said, Goodbye, Anthony? Oh, right. No, I think it would have been. But I think I understand why she said goodbye, my Lord, because mm -hmm. it's like she's still trying to fit that role of, oh, I'm mm -hmm. stepping outside of this. I'm not acting on it. We're, this, we're just behaving like normal. And then, you know, it, it broke by them kissing. But yeah, I think if she said goodbye, Anthony, it would have been a sign that she has like she's acting familiar with him. That's she, true. She called him Anthony in the last episode. Yeah. And then I feel like it's like proof of her trying to create more distance between them again than she doesn't allow herself to here. Yeah. Using that first name leads to more more romance, more of a connection. So using my Lord, Lord Bridgerton, that puts a bit more distance between that relationship. It's the gateway way to refer to someone hmm. <laughs> first you oh, call them by God. your name then you're kissing them like it's a whole thing it's just you love it and they kiss final it's like oh my god we've had to wait how many episodes for them to kiss six yeah. like, this is horrible <laughs> yeah. a beautiful moment though it's so powerful because a duke and daphne had kissed so quickly but you know whatever um it's so hot like, they're so hot together. Yeah. I can't. They really are. Like, they have such good chemistry. Right. Honestly. I, like, why even in real life. Yeah. They're, like, best yeah. people in real life. Like, almost every interview I've seen of them together. And, like, even, you know, like, just, they're just, it's just, they just have that connection. They're just so in sync. It's, oh, my gosh. They do so. Considering the show doesn't give them as much. They do as much as they can with what they're given. And so yeah. I appreciate that so much. And like, like in these moments and like, you know, when Anthony was like, allow me, I was like, oh, 
swoon, you know, like that sort of thing. So like these moments, like even though we're getting very few of them in comparison to what we should be getting, I still appreciate them so much. No, me too. It's just, it's, it's beautiful. It's hot. Like even in interviews, I feel like they always like steal glances at each other. And I was like, I know like uh, Jonathan Bailey's gay, uh, but I'm just like, I'm please can they date? How do I make this happen? Maybe Simone Ashley needs to figure this out. But like, oh, I, I, I was like, why are they looking at each other like that? Don't mm. do it to me because I'm a shipper. I'll ship it. Like I ship. Oh, right. I'll ship anything. Like, yeah. You give me the most obvious PR relationship in the world. Like Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. I find out he got a brand and I'm like, you don't get a brand for a PR relationship. That's what Maybe I said, it's real. Kirsten, oh my god! <laughs> oh, it's I'm absolutely it. real. I'm all for it. It's yeah, today she posted not them. Real. She posted today. That doesn't she... mean that they're really. It's a PR relationship. No, it's not. how dare you? That's, this it's would be not. going way too long. Let's fight. Um, <laughs> but yeah, last time she dragged Jonas, uh, Nick Jonas, and Priyanka Chopra. Now she's doing Kim and Pete. It's like, why do you hate love? I'm not God. dragging them. I'm just saying that we need to be cognizant that so many of the relationships that are spoon fed to us are not even real. They I don't got believe married in India. Two. How dare you? I don't two. believe any Hollywood relationship is real until at least they've had a child. If there's no baby, well, it Priyanka and Nick fake. had a child. Now what? I mean, see, I, are you still, still unsure? Do they need not to have this? Sure? Not this. <laughs> um, and that is how the episode closes. <laughs> uh, it's time for kissing. This is definitely not a PR relationship. And I am obsessed. I was like, give me more of this. How dare you not give me this before? Because yeah. their chemistry is undeniable. And it gets really good. Um, I will say episode seven, like, drops a little. Because, again, they're wasting too much time. It's like, let's get to it. Come on. I wish we had had someone walk in and witness this kiss. And then, like, they had to get married. Like, I wish right? that had happened. I think it would have made so much more sense in the scope of the show rather than dragging it out further um and it would have at least been a little bit in line with how the book went like exactly i think it would have just made things feel a little bit better like imagine if the queen had walked in on this and was like yeah. oh hell no you're getting married right now our fifth ship is here let's go yeah or like or like violet and lady danbury yeah. or something like you know or i, guess I just feel like we deserved and- we deserved them like being in love and like getting to know those moments of him not being able to say, I love you. Right. Like, I feel like we deserve those things instead of them literally actively being apart even more spoiler alert. Mm. Yeah. I would have loved it so much more too, because all it did was leave me wanting more. And now it's like, we're not going to get the fullness of them being the center of attention in future seasons. So it's just like, if it could have played out, I mean, because that's that's the only that's well, not the only, but one of the main critiques I'm seeing for the season as a whole is just like people want it more. And if they would have allowed either this to play out earlier so that we could get more of their story or like you said, Kirsten, have somebody catch them and so they can get married, then it would have felt more complete. Yeah. Yeah. Like they these episodes are long. They've spent right. so much time telling the story without telling us anything. And it just feels 
wrong. Like they had the time to play with. Like I personally think both seasons of Bridgerton could be six episodes, 42 minutes, and it would be fine. Mm -hmm. I don't think that we would really lose anything. It would probably make it even better. And yet they drag it out and don't give us what we want and what is like a requisite for a romance show or book. And that's what I have not yet gotten, you know, a good response from the writing team about why they chose to just not do this. Like, don't you feel like they have, because we know that they have instant chemistry, even now, right off the show, when you want to showcase that instant, like, because all they say is, oh, but they aren't going to be like the books. They aren't going to be like the books. Okay. Hey, cool. but why? It doesn't have to be exactly like the book, but why can't you put the leading, like, stars together? Right. right. Or, it's, like, it's why can't those the main key points from the book kind of still be consistent while other aspects don't have to be? And I think it's just fr- frustrating because I know, you know, I know they're trying to build the world, right? Um, that, you know, within these, where these books lie, but I'm just like, we know that this is this is where their story centers. And you guys are focusing on other people who are going to have more time in future seasons because things will be devoted to them. And you didn't so, do that for Duke and Daphne. That's why exactly. I think I find it more frustrating. Like, what is it about this couple that makes you do that? That is, yeah. like, being my frustration. And it's like, is it because she's Indian? You know, like, wh- what's up? Do you What's think the there reason? might be some inherent biases there in terms of how yes, they, they weren't sure how that relationship would potentially be received in terms of why they felt the need to mask all these and add these additional stories? Oh, I'm things? sure. Because what else does it make sense, right? Like nothing else makes sense because like we, I guess because we've seen black and white romances a lot. So people, we know that, oh, people like them and it's, it's possible but I guess like a white and Indian oh that only happens in Bollywood movies or you know like bend it like Beckham like it can't maybe happen here like I don't know it's weird yeah and I feel like there also could be something to it as well where it's like the white man and the woman is Indian versus um in season one where it was a white woman like I feel like that could be part of it as well into those biases and on top of like even if you are able to disregard all of that, which you absolutely cannot. If they don't have to be the same as the books, why did you have to have a sexual assault in season one? That could have not exactly. been there. Exactly. Right. So then that wasn't necessary. But I think even if we're thinking about these inherent biases in terms of like the men or the women or what identity like each individual person is, like knowing that this is like a Shondaland environment, it is very weird to me that we really haven't had a predominant like black woman really. Like, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like in terms of as the love interest, like I know like a Marina a little bit, but like that wasn't like, you know, it was kind of, it wasn't like how really. She was a side character. Right. She's a side character that they had, they added in to, you know, have some sort of element there. But that's the thing is like, it in society, I guess it's more common to see, I guess, black male, white woman versus black woman, white male, but yes. we're not seeing that. So that that's also the thing where I mean, a lot of other shows I think have start have depicted the black woman, white male. Um, but I think that's also something that I kind of am like, okay, well, we haven't seen this yet on this sh- on the show, but we know that like that has that is something she has done commonly on her shows that were on ABC. Yep, you can say that again, um, because, <laughs> spoiler alert, right, even Olivia Pope, the baddest uh, black woman, I feel like one of the 
was with the white man, the Republican white man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just blessed. Even Viola Davis. Oh, yeah. 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 I think yeah. I, I feel like the only example I can think of where she doesn't do that is, um, and I'm blanking on the actress's name, but Bailey in Grey's Anatomy doesn't mm-hmm. marry a white Mark. man. And that's yeah. like the only example I can think of. Maggie. Maggie, yeah, now. Maggie Pierce. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I think that's spoiler for you. That's, I don't know if I, they, no, there. they started getting together right, like, right at the end of what I've seen. Oh, and cool. So I've just okay. only seen a couple episodes of that. So it just like isn't <laughs> clicking as much as like Bailey, who's had so many of seasons. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Richard. I'm just glad. Yeah, I was going to say Richard. Like, yeah, but then anyway. they freaking are always creating mayhem for his wives, True. killing them, right? all, giving them and, diseases. Like, and it seems enough. like the only woman he loved was a white woman. <laughs> so, Any, anyways, uh, yeah. Well, anyway, you know, sometimes so you have to be mad at Shonda. Yeah, and like I said, it's we've said this before. This is amazing, groundbreaking for what they've imagined and we have to you know make these moments that's why you come here uh because we have to ask these questions and and if any of you know why like tweet us or like send us the articles because maybe we're just missing it but you know so we can yeah feel and i know that she kept saying like oh or they've been like the production team has kind of said oh you know it, it's not going to follow the books it's more going to be inspired but I don't know. I, I I need a little bit. I need. I don't need to necessarily follow every single line of the book, but I need it to be like in between, like book adaptation and inspired. I want love in my love story. Hey, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. It's just and that. I'm missing the love, and that, and I, and I watch a lot of this for the love. So. Yep. Yeah. And anyway, we got real mad there. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> sorry, Asia. We apologize. Um, but is there anything else we missed that um, we should be covering? The only little, like, it was kind of like the little scene before, uh, you know, Eloise runs off to go find Theo. But Colin Penn have that little conversation where oh, um, yeah. basically, um, you know, Penn's like, oh, a celebratory drink? Like, have you succeeded already? And then Khan's like, only if whatever I'm looking for can be found at the bottom of this flask. And she's like, oh, I'm sure you'll find your purpose one day. Like, everyone must eventually. And Khan asks, has she found her purpose? And she's like, of course not. But I imagine it to be something with both that's both animating and satisfying. Um, and so, and she's like, her purpose will set her free and propel her beyond the watchful glare of her mama. Um, and so they're kind of, you know, having this conversation. And then Colin says, Lady Crane was right about you. And Penn's like, Lady Crane, what did she say? And Colin's like, that you cared for me, that you would never forsake me. I'm beginning to believe that now. Yeah, and that's when your Penelope is getting the bread crumbed. Poor Penelope. Bless your heart. And I was like, oh, Colin, interesting. But then nothing. Yeah. (laughs) And anything else we missed? Thank you, Geneva. No prob. Perfect. Covered it all. Yeah. Well, with that, you know, before we get into our plugs, make sure you don't make us go on one of these rants again and leave us that five star review. 
so right. that we know that you're loving the content so that more people can find us and you can share it with your friends so we can all be friends. And with that, Asia, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Asia Like Asia, so A-Y-S-H-A like A-S-I-A. Um, you can subscribe to the Love at First Sight feed where I am podcasting about Married at First Sight with Jason Reed. Uh, we're in the thick of that. We're in the middle of season 14. And I'm also po- podcasting about uh, The Ultimatum with Mary Krakowski. We uh, have dropped both episodes for one through four and five through eight. And then we will be talking about the finale and reunion in one podcast. So if you subscribe, you'll never have to wonder if we've released a podcast. Um, And then I also talk about Love is Blind with Mary Krakowski. So we have some additional bonus content coming your way before season three of Love is Blind drops at some point (laughs) later this year. And uh, then I also joined for the patrons of Rob has a podcast. I joined Rob on the Survivor Academy. And then I also joined the crew uh, over on uh, Reality TV Rehap Ups to talk about Top Chef Houston. So it's really cool talking about Top Chef Houston since I'm from Houston. So I like knew all the places that they were going. Um, but yeah, if you're, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of cool. <laughs> if, you, if you're interested in any of uh, the stuff I'm putting out, just follow me on Twitter. Yes, you should. She's really great. Absolutely. And Geneva, where can people find you? People can find me at Peace Love Jen on Twitter, where I tweet all about reality TV that I'm watching and random things in life. Um, you can check my link tree for any updates on any podcasts that I do um, and things that I'm involved in. Currently tweeting about all the shows, BB Can, Survivor, Temptation Island, The Courtship, The Ultimatum, literally X on the Beach. I'm only watching for Davon specifically. Um, so just like a variety of different shows and content. Um, and then Silent Podcasts, you can find us there. Apple, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you get your podcasts. And um, yeah, I, yeah, I recently did um, did a BB Can recap. So, and with Asia, actually. Um, oh, yeah, about Thursday Night Eviction. Yes, yes. So you can check that out. And, you know, if you still haven't heard the Courtship podcast, that was also a thing that was done a little while ago. So, yeah, uh, it's fun to be back and chat about episode six, Sasha. Yeah, thanks for being here. And Kirsten, where can people find you? Yes, so you can find me also podcasting with Frail Mary every every week <laughs> over on Kowski Cast. That's Cow with a K talking about Riverdale. Um, I had to miss an episode last week, but uh, you should not miss that episode because it was something very special. Uh, also, I am talking about BoJack Horseman every week uh, with Lindsay Wilson over at BoJack Horse Pod. And talking about Temptation Island every week with Maggie Morgan over on the Hot Dummies on Islands feed uh, over on RHAP. And you can follow me everywhere at Kirsten Said What, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten Said What. Uh, Sasha, where can people find you? And you can find me on Twitter at FunSize underscore 04. And I'm sure I'll be around some other places. And maybe by the time this podcast drops, there will be a trailer 
in people's wrap up feed. So if I don't want to say it just in case it doesn't happen. So maybe there might be new content coming. <laughs> it's it'll it wait it, it, it's it's gonna, gonna be coming. You'll yeah. you'll hear uh, in the next few weeks. Fine. It's gonna it, be it's out. coming. Yes. You love a trailer if that is coming. Yes. So um, with that, thank you everyone for listening. Make sure you share it and give us that five-star review. Bye. Bye. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.